We're glad to have you join us for this week's program. We pray it will be a blessing to you. We're taking our scripture today from the book of 2 Kings chapter 5, beginning in verse number 1. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies that had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now, when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it come to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man does sin unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he said to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farfar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather than when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean. Then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh come again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. I want you to see this morning Naaman's problem, and his problem wasn't just that he had leprosy, but there was a problem with pride, and that is our first point. There is a problem with, with pride we must be careful with pride we can end up with a wrong view of ourselves proverbs 26 12 says seest thou a man wise in his own conceit there is more hope of a fool than him this man naaman he was a captain of the host a great man and honorable because the lord had given deliverance unto syria he was a mighty man in valor we see this man he he had done many great things you might be listening today you might be a great man in your community you might have done many things you might be a great man in your church but we've got to remember that there is none of us going to see heaven but by the blood of our lord jesus christ jesus said i am the way the truth and the life and no man cometh unto the father but by me we've got to always remember not to get too prideful not to think that we've done something great we've got to remember where we come how we become a christian it is all by the cross there's nobody else that got in any other 
way. We can't buy our way in. We can't work our way in. If you look here, this man, he took money to the king. He took a great amount of money. It'd be over $1 million today. He took it to the king. But what did the king do? He rent his clothes. He said that he could not help him. We've got to watch out because we can get a wrong view of God. You can bring me much money today. You can do many, many things, but I cannot save your soul. I have people come to me as a pastor and ask me to pray for them all the time, and I always do my best to do that. But you must know today, I do not have a direct line. I do not have a better connection to God than you do if you're a child of the King. If you're a child of God, you can go directly to God. It's God that has to do the healing. It is God that has to do the saving. We have to be careful. We don't get a wrong view of ourselves or a wrong view of God. We have to know not only is there a problem, but there is a purpose with pride. It is a tool the devil uses. He used it against Eve in the garden when he got her to eat the fruit, saying it would make her his gods. It was used against Cain when in the process of time, instead of going to Abel to get a lamb to sacrifice, he tried to take the works of his hands. He tried to take what he had, what he could use to go in. We've got to be careful. We can get the wrong attitude toward our location. See, he said, is not the waters of rivers in Damascus better than the waters of Israel? Instead of going and dipping in the Jordan River, why not? would he not go and dip in one of the rivers there? Many people in this world today, they look at Jesus Christ. They look at how he come, how he come as a humble, humble servant, how he died on the cross, and they don't want to accept him. They look at their life. Well, surely my life is better. Why do I have to accept a humble, meek Savior? But we thank God. We know as the Spirit has revealed it to us, if you're saved today, you know that Jesus Christ was the Savior. He come and he died in my place, in your place. He who knew no sin becomes sin, so we might be saved. We can get the wrong attitude toward others. We, This man in verse number 11, we see that he got mad because Elisha didn't come out to him with all his prestige and all his power. He was able to go to the king's house, but what did Elisha do? Elisha sent a messenger unto him. He didn't come in person. He sent a messenger and told him to go wash in the Jordan River seven times. D.L. Moody said he had marked his way for the prophet to heal him and was upset when he didn't follow his plans. That's like us. Many times we get upset when God doesn't do things our way, when he doesn't do things the way that we feel like he should do. This man, he had to be humbled. He had to drop the pride. Look, it was a simple maid that come to him and told him of Elisha. It was a servant, 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 excuse me, a servant that come to him and told him, he said, my father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much then when he saith to thee, wash and be clean. A lot of people today, they're looking for an answer. They're looking to do great thing, a great work for God to look down on them and say, well, he's good enough to be saved. But the Bible tells us there is none good. There is none righteous. Our righteousness is filthy rags. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing I can do to get saved. I can't do some great thing. The only thing I can do is trust in Jesus Christ 
as my Savior. I want you to know there is a promise with pride. That promise is we will fall. Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Where would he have been? Where would Naaman have been if he had not humbled himself, if he had not dipped in the Jordan River? If he had waited, he had went back and he had done opposite to what what the prophet, what Elisha had told him and dipped in one of the rivers in his home land, what would have happened? Nothing. Nothing. He had to go and do it as God said, and we have to go to Christ as he said. We will, not only will we fall, but we will fail. Naaman wouldn't have been an effective leader if he hadn't have been willing, if he hadn't have went and dipped as the leprosy had took hold on his body and the disease had spread and got worse and worse. He'd have been excommunicated. There would have been nothing he could have done. The king wouldn't have been able to use him as the leader he was. It is promised we will fall, we will fail. But thank God, thank God if we're willing to humble ourselves, if we're willing to trust in Jesus Christ, that does not have to be the case. James 4, 6 says, He giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. I want you to see that in the end, our Savior was exalted. God was exalted in verse number 15, and he returned to the man of God. He and all his company came and stood before him, and he said, Behold, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now, therefore, I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. The last point is the power over pride. We see the humble servant that told him to go and dip. God used him. God used the maid. We often look to God to do something big, but first, we've got to be faithful in the little things. You may be listening today and wanting God to send you to be an evangelist, to be a great missionary, to do this or that. But first, just be faithful in what God has told you to do. We've got to remember our purpose is to exalt the Lord. In Second Chronicles seven fourteen, the Bible says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then shall I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Many people, that was a promise to different people, but it's a principle that applies to us. And we've got to look, we've got to see. Many people see the part about praying and seeking God's face and turning from their wicked ways. But the first thing that it says is we, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. We are called to be a humble People, Naaman wanted to be treated like a great man that happened to be a leper. Elisha treated him like a leper that happened to be a great man. God's cure puts us all on the same level. We're all sinners. We all need a Savior. What a great Savior we have. Amen. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. We're excited to announce Pace programs are available on Spotify and other podcast services. If you don't have a home church, we'd love for you to join us at Riverside Baptist Church. Our worship starts every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. On February the 25th at 5 o'clock, we will have a special gospel singing with five groups. And we'd love to see you there. God bless.